0: Hey, everyone. So I wanted to come on here today and give a just a quick episode about um, something that I was thinking about the other day when I was driving along in the car. Um, I had just finished a coaching call with one of my clients and we were talking about self-worth and how a narcissist's actions or an abuser's actions or behaviors toward you do not equate to your worth. Their opinions about you do not equate to your worth, and even their lack of effort does not equate to your worth. So I want to talk about this because I think a lot of times people really align these two things, and then that's where we start to feel bad about ourselves. Okay, so when we're talking about self-worth, we have to know that this is truly the foundation for recovering from emotional abuse. And I say this because what I have experienced and what I have found throughout the time that I've been coaching is that setting boundaries and behaviors, working on your emotions, um, getting a, a handle on your triggers, all of that actually happens when you start feeling more confident, when you start feeling better about yourself. So that's why it's one of the very first topics that we cover in my 12 week program, because without that, it makes it even more difficult to get a hold of some of the other things that are really negatively impacting us. So this has to be looked at from both angles. And this is what I wanted to bring up. So when you start out in the relationship and they're treating you really well, and they're making you feel valued, then you are believing that they are treating you well must mean that you are good enough or that you are worthy because they are treating you so well. So I want you to think about that for a moment. Whenever you've been in a relationship, assigning the meaning to your value based on how someone is treating you. So if that person is treating you really well, that makes you think, well, I must be worthy or I must be good. And this goes all the way back to childhood. So if your parents are treating you really kindly and they're doing lots of wonderful things for you, that makes you believe that you're valuable, right? But here's the really, really important thing, that you are valuable even if they don't treat you well, right? You still have value. So because the way our brains are wired, we often think that the other people's behavior is some sort of a barometer to our value or our worth. But that's really not true. And this all stems from our programming. And if this is the first time that you're listening to this podcast, programming is anything that you were made to believe about yourself since the day you were born from your caregivers or from the people in your life or the experiences that you've had or the traumas and things like that. So it's really, really important that You don't define your worth based on other people's treatment of you, whether that's good or whether it's bad, that you have a good sense of self regardless of how other people show up. And then it won't matter to you, right? Is it nice to have people treat you? Well, absolutely. Does it feel really good? Yeah, but we got to sort of separate ourselves from the actual behavior, of how people treat us, right? If someone is bringing you flowers and bringing you coffee in bed and doing nice things for you and talking nicely to you and treating you well, that's a reflection of that person, right? That's that person. And it goes exactly the same way for if someone treats you bad. It's a reflection of that person. And as human beings, we are always trying to make sense of things and to give meaning to things, right? Where our brain, our brain just really... Wants to go along with whatever we tell it. So let's look at this from the case of like a narcissist or an emotional abuser. What they're doing to love bomb you and to um, really idealize you at the beginning of the relationship is for a nefarious reason. It's to trap you. So if during that stage you are believing... That because of how they're treating you in those wonderful ways that you are worthy, right? Because of how they're treating you. As soon as they stop treating you that way, then you feel like you are unworthy. So that's why it's really important to keep in mind that people are treating you based on their perceptions and their filters of how they see the world and their individual needs inside of themselves, right? And what they see in you is simply part of that filter. Now I want to quickly address the situation where let's say that you were in a really healthy relationship and you really did love the person and they you really knew that they did love you, right? Like this is not even a question. And then for some reason that maybe one of the people in the relationship started to fall out of love or started to um, take on a different kind of spiritual path and then both parties were, you know, not really aligned as much. If the relationship then ends or breaks down, you know, a lot of times people in those kinds of relationships... Um, don't assign meaning to them saying they they don't have worth. Maybe the relationship ended on good terms. So you can still see your own inner value. You don't base your inner value on the other person taking a, a new spiritual path. It's not like, oh, well, we're not going to be together anymore, and I'm not going to express my love to you anymore. So that means you're not worthy. No, absolutely not. That is not the case in this example or in the other example that I gave when someone is actually taking action to treat you badly or to betray you or to lie to you or to do bad things to you. It's not about you and your value and your worth because of how other people show up. You know, a hundred dollar bill still has value even if the person holding it is a, you know, billionaire, right? They might actually look at that $100 bill and be like, well, this isn't extremely valuable to me. My, you know, I don't know, $50 million yacht is really valuable to me or whatever. I don't know. But the $100 bill has value even if the person holding it doesn't recognize the value. Now, here's where it gets interesting. If you hope the person will value you, if you want them, to value you and if you believe that they should value you these are subconscious beliefs and as long as we hold these and don't release them then what happens is reality is disagreeing or arguing with our perception and our beliefs of how people should be think act do behave love whatever so if you're struggling with low self-worth feelings and insecurities then it's important to know where those feelings come from. And they're coming from the subconscious beliefs that you hold about yourself. They're really not about other people's treatment of you. They're really about what you believe about yourself and what you believe about others and how other people should be and how other people should show up and how other people should treat you and things like that. And it's perfectly acceptable to have boundaries and standards, and that's not what this is about at all, but it is about what's going on inside of you because you can't actually feel the sense of self-worth that you're after if you have these underlying subconscious beliefs that are running the show. So you could probably think of a few things consciously that you know that you are good at, inherently good at, like I'm a very kind person, or I'm empathetic, or I'm smart, Or I have a good humor. And in order to build up your self-worth, you have to prove to your subconscious mind that you, in fact, are these things. So if you want to try this out, pick one. Just pick one. I am kind, right? You're going to take that thought because you know that consciously about yourself and show your mind some examples of times that you were kind, Really sit down. You can write it out if you want to. You can you know, journal it or however you think that would help you. Give this a try. Try it out and see what happens. And this is really the foundation of my online self-paced course, the I'm Worthy Immersion Program. And you can get this program for $50. It's seven weeks and you can get a preview on my website for it. So hopefully if you are struggling with this, get the support you need, go out there, invest in yourself. And if you have any questions about it, As always, you can reach me on Instagram or Facebook or email me at allison at whentearsleavescars.com. I'll talk to you next week.